0: Welcome to the Fisher Poetry Podcast, a showcase of prose, poetry, and song, written and performed by those in the commercial fishing community, mostly. I'm your host, Brad. Thanks for joining us today. Today's episode is from the 2023 Fisher Poetry Gathering in Astoria, Oregon. In this episode, you'll hear fisher poet Kat Murphy of Port Hadlock, Washington, with introduction by host Elma Burnham. Kat's performance was recorded at the Liberty Theater in Astoria, Oregon, on Friday, February 24th, 2023. So, without further ado, here's Elma and
1: Kat. Next, I want to welcome Kat Murphy to the read for us. Cat lives in Port Hadlock, Washington, and runs a power troller in Southeast Alaska. In the off season, she runs her own direct marketing seafood company called Catfish Salmon Co. I proudly see those in my local grocery store every week. I hope you do as well. And um, she recently had a chapbook of her Fisher poems and stories published by Winter Texts. It's called, titled inward, Winter Text is a micro press located in Port Townsend, Washington. I think you can find it at the Gear Shack. Yes, yes. okay. Please help me in welcoming Kat Murphy to the stage. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for uh, coming out. I have uh, a po- uh, three poems and one story to share with you this evening. Um, I'm gonna start with the story. I performed it virtually um, last year, so I'm excited to have a chance to perform it live tonight. It's called Two Homes, Two Hearts. How do you put into words what should only be felt? There's a flower drifting past the boat in the middle of this deep blue sea. It makes me think of home and of blackberry season, lettuce shooting out of the ground, Peas weaving their vines and nasturtiums overflowing. I look out on deck and see waves and whitecaps and foam. Lines shaking with fish ready to be caught. I am alone in a world of sea and sky. This is also home. For me, Alaska is sunrises and sunsets blurring together into one endless day stretched out. Expansive and overwhelming, Alaska is too big to contain, ever overflowing, raw and unfiltered. It is well-organized chaos. It holds the wild places that I love. Port Townsend is the steady plotting of time, the rhythms of day-to-day living the clock ticking and me actually knowing what day of the week it is. It holds the long dark hours and the deep sleep. It is peaceful and methodical and sometimes hard to stuff myself back into. It holds the people that I love frozen in time. After four months away, I often struggle trying to find the words to describe all that a summer fishing season holds. So I put on the hat of entertainer, vivacious storyteller, performer of tricks and jokes. I tell the people what they want to hear, I make them laugh and sometimes cringe. Fascinated, captivated, I hold them in the palm of my hand. I am powerful, I am in control. But they make room for me, create space for the transformation from fisherman to cat. Graciously accepting whatever form of me happens to appear in September, lovingly breaking the tension of transition I feel each year. They listen and laugh, politely applauding at the end of my performance. They wait patiently. Translating my summers and trying to understand theirs feels like a full cup of water that I knock over and spill onto the floor. The words seep into the carpet. I am one person and two people. The distance between is becoming too vast to bridge. I can hear the waves slapping against the hull as I drive the grace forward. I try and go forward, but the water is a sea of flowers floating. Looking down, I run my hand through their petals, but their chanterelles, smooth and bright on the fall forest floor. I sense movement and look up. The troll poles are shaking with fish, but it's my teeth chattering. My body's shaking with cold as I sit on my surfboard staring out at the waves as the snow falls around me melting into the sea. Another wave, this time crashing over the bow. It's the Omni Rip, I'm caught. I need to turn around, I need to go back, but I can't get through, the flowers are too thick. I've lost all control over the situation. The raven on the bow says, two, two, and I yell back, one. My voice becomes snow, becomes blackberries, wraps like river rock around ego and self. The raven says, harmony. Let me begin again. How do you put into words what should only be felt? There's a flower drifting past the boat in the middle of this deep blue sea. The memories start to trickle like water over smooth stones, told out of order as they are felt rather than remembered. Listening to a favorite song in the deep peace of the morning run out of the anchorage, running day and night nonstop, trying to get the boat south before the gale, a bright moon on a still ocean lighting the way. One breakdown after another, I am covered in soot in my engine room, exasperated. A buddy hands me a cold beer afterwards. No words, just understanding. The best day of fishing I've ever had and the boat refusing to turn over the next morning. Collecting beach asparagus under a rare bright sun and a piercing blue sky, hot sand, sunburn. We are eight days in, 700 miles traveled in a football field's distance from home, anchored outside the breakwater, waiting for the wind to come down as the clock strikes midnight. The metallic, manic smell of king salmon on deck, the smell of money, their silver scales sparkling on my town jeans. How did those get there? Tequila shots with the official, unofficial mayor of Shearwater. Did that actually happen? Rafting up to a friend's boat in the dark that I haven't seen all season, The warm light of my sodium, illuminating their smiling faces as they catch my lines. Serenity, fatigue, anxiety, fear, joy, grief, perseverance, desperation, love, loss, anger, peace, awe. Trickling over smooth stones, down the river, out to sea. Thank you. I wrote um, the first draft of this next poem in my head on an all-night wheel watch from Chatham Strait to Petersburg. And I was eating just to keep my, I mean, I was so tired that I wasn't hungry, but I was just merely eating to stay awake. And I just remember like taking 10 bites out of one potato chip just for something to do so I wouldn't pass out. And um, I'd been reading a lot of Mary Oliver at that time, and I was inspired by her poem, A Thousand Mornings. She definitely said it better and in fewer words, but um, I'm going give to it, give it a go. Uh, I titled this poem, I Think of You As I Wait for Light. I have seen, at the very least... A thousand mornings felt the release of tense muscle, the exhale of breath, senses refreshed as the first rays of light hit the mountains and sea and sky are separated finally and morning eases into day. A thousand mornings and a thousand nights waiting patiently for light and in the darkest hour the one right before the dawn, I always ask myself, will the sun rise today? And I get my answer. The stars spin in the sky, the moon illuminates a path in dark sea to follow, and morning comes, slowly, cautiously. And life goes on, we go on. So the final two poems of the evening, um, I wrote them to help me process experiencing loss and grief in the middle of two consecutive fishing seasons and what it felt like to come out of the other side of that. And to quote the graphic journalist Nat Nichols, grief is weird. so the the first poem is titled Inward. I turned inward after the last loss, losing things, some by my own choice, some by surprise. In the scales of my heart, the grief weighs out equally. I call it losing things. I don't want to put a name to it, to breathe life into loss. While able to sleep three, my boat feels big enough for only one. There is simplicity in sea and sky, wind and tide, and endless, endless work. But loss seeps into the planks, follows me down into the fish hold, holds my hand as I search for salmon, sits next to me on my bunk. I stir it into the pot of salmon chowder and wrap it into each burrito I will eat, Its eye never wavering far from me in the small joys I feel gaffing fish. Yet there is so much life all around me, the trees sway with the force of it. Life here is doled out in sharp edges. I look for answers in its harshness. It glimmers in the rainbow flash of a king salmon coming up on the gear that I quickly stun and kill, slitting the gills, watching blood pour out across the deck. I see it in an eagle swooping in to snatch a bloated rockfish. Life rises next to me as whales break the surface in perfect unity bubble feeding like swim dancers. I feel the pulse of it as my anchor drags across the bottom and gale force winds. It beats with each wave that crashes over the bow. I do not find all of the answers here. The why of it eludes clarity. I am not quite ready to shed the exoskeleton I wear, to kiss lost sweetly and say goodbye. That's good enough for now. My love for them both is buried deep in that cold salty layer of water. On the bottom of the ocean it sits, waiting to upwell and break the surface. Got through it, one more. Uh, this last and final poem is called Rising Tide and I, uh, it just kind of fell out of me uh, one, one night at two in the morning. Um, the night tide is when the past unfurls itself, inch by inch, hard ripples of sand, memories of water felt through the soles of her feet. The farther she walks out, the more she remembers. Her body becomes the sea, pulled from shore, drifting in slack water. The moon has led her here, uncertain and powerless. She bows to Luna's will. Rising, hissing, swirling, water creeps up around her toes. The moon calls her back, and she follows. Up the beach to the dune's edge, the grasses sway hello in remembrance. Unrelenting, the rising tide carries her, and she is whole again. Thank you.
0: That was Cat Murphy, recorded at the Liberty Theater in Astoria, Oregon, on Friday, February 24th, 2023. Well, that's it. This one's in the tote. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is written and produced by Brad Wartman. The theme music for this episode is courtesy of Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole. If you'd like to appear on or have comments about the show, please send an email to Archive at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to haul the latest episodes into your net. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is available via our podcast host, Spotify, as well as Apple, Google, and Amazon. You can listen to our other podcast episodes, watch our YouTube videos, and join our community by going to thefisherpoetryarchive.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one come all young sailormen listen to me i'll sing you a song of the fish in the sea blow ye winds westerly westerly blow we're bound to the south'ard so steady she goes